It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. The Miami Dolphins 2023 Prospect Spotlight Series continues with Texas linebacker DeMarvian Overshone. Who he is, how he would fit the Dolphins' scheme, and where the Dolphins may be able to land him in the 2023 NFL Draft. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. Today is Friday, April 21st, 2023. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs. want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listen of the day. Special shout out to our everydayers who are here and locked in because it is your team every day here on the Locked On Network. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Yours truly, lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, decade-long draft nick, co-host of the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast, which is dedicated to team building across the entire NFL. And we're doing a little team building exercise here on Locked On Dolphins because we are looking at a potential addition to the Dolphins' back seven. And, of course, the Dolphins made some significant changes on the defensive side of the ball this offseason, changing from defensive coordinator Josh Boyer to Vic Fangio. And that in itself is enough to inject a lot of enthusiasm and excitement about a rebound on that side of the football. But then there's David Long at linebacker, and there's Jalen Ramsey at cornerback, and there's Sean Elliott at safety. The Dolphins have made some meaningful additions, and... They may not be done, and there's some some whispers and rumors about interior defensive line being an area that might be a an addition opportunity for the Dolphins, and they've shown interest in DeMarvin Overshone specifically at linebacker, and uh, that is the subject of today's deep dive. Texas linebacker DeMarvin Overshone has kind of been on the radar for a little while now. He, he's been a pretty buzzy name for the past several seasons. Uh, because of his elite physical traits that he brings to the table. And that would be a continuation of what we've seen the Dolphins go after on the defensive side of the ball. Fast, rangy, explosive hitters and explosive athletes with some versatility. So we're going to take the time today to go through DeMarvin Overshone, who's a player who the Dolphins had a, a visit with, and talk about who he is, how he would fit the scheme, and where the Dolphins may or may not be able to draft him in the 2023 NFL Draft. So let's start with the biographical background. Who is this player, DeMarvin Overshone? Uh, He was a highly coveted recruit out of the state of Texas. He was ranked by ESPN as the number two uh, prospect in the state of Texas, uh, ranked number five in the state of Texas by 247 Sports. It's a top 50 player, top 55 player nationally in just about every major recruiting service uh, as a safety. Uh, so don't be surprised when we get to the the athletic profile here and, and the stature. And this is a player who has moved his way forward as he's gotten into uh, the weeds of being a starter for the University of Texas. Now, he is a three-year starter. He's a redshirt senior. He did go to the Reese's Senior Bowl this offseason, so we got a chance to see him up close and in person in Mobile. 
but a three-year starter, 33 career starts across 50 games, uh, has been highly productive in the last three seasons in which he has taken over as the starting linebacker uh, for Texas. He peaked this year with 96 total tackles, four sacks, 10.5 tackles for loss, and five passes defensed. This coming in a, an athletic profile that has quite a bit of explosiveness. This is a five-five line or a four-five linebacker. A lot of burst, a lot of juice, a lot of range. Uh, I think those are all words that, that would very quickly come to your mind when when thinking about what Demarvin Overshone is and is not as a linebacker. So, uh, six foot two and three quarters, so almost six three, two hundred and twenty nine pounds. 32 and a quarter inch arms at 71st, 12th, and 44th percentile, respectively, of linebacker prospects to come through the NFL Combine since the year 1999. So he's not a big linebacker per se, but he's long and he's lean. And the explosiveness is really where he pops. That 4, 5, 6, 40 yard dash that he ran in Indianapolis is 88th percentile. For NFL linebacker since 1999, his 10 yard split, which is initial explosiveness, 1.59 seconds is 77th percentile for off ball linebackers since 1999. And he jumped 124 inches, so 10 feet, four inches in the standing broad jump. That is also 88th percentile. It is worth acknowledging he did do the bench press, 15 reps is fifth percentile. Functional strength is not an area that I would regard DeMarvin Overshone as a strength of his game. Uh, and again, he's a former safety, so it shouldn't necessarily surprise you that Overshone is someone who the physical components of the game are are not where he's really going to hang his hat. Now, that doesn't mean that there's not a likable projection to be found here, because I think that there is. But it's not a slam dunk case, and I think that's reflected in the grade and where I would, would be considering drafting the Marvin Overshone, which, of course, we'll finish with at the end of this thought exercise. I took to um, mockdraftable.com to try to find some inspiring comps as far as athletic profiles. And I'm going to be honest, there aren't many. Uh, the top matches, according to mockdraftable.com, which looks at your height, weight, arm length, the athletic tests that you do, and how much overlap that has with other players that have come through the pre-draft process before you, Gerald McGrath, Terrence Smith, Jason Phillips, Jack Sitchie, who I liked out of Wisconsin, Tavares Gooden, Al Wilson, Marcus Lawrence. It's a little bit of a unique build as a player, a little bit uh, of a unique body type. And, and I think that's part of the uh, hesitancy that you often see people have to buy all the way in in spite of some really likable traits which is what we are going to talk about next here on Locked on Dolphins. Something exciting is coming to Built.com on April 22nd. And I'm not a math guy, but I can tell you that's tomorrow. So it's right around the corner. And I have all the details, but the excitement is real. The whispers and the speculation in the Locked on NFL channel is very real. And something you don't want to miss. If you know how Built works, they have the most incredible protein bars in the world. And they do these amazing flavor drops with unreal flavors for limited qualities only. So mark your calendars and head over to Built.com on Saturday, April 22nd, tomorrow, to find out what all the hype is about. I can't wait to discover what their new flavor is that they are dropping. Make sure to use promo code LOCKEDON15 
and you'll save 15% off your order at built.com. New flavor drops tomorrow. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Overshone is a uh, pretty impressive player in space. The areas that I thought he really shined, uh, his lateral mobility and range. And his motor. Those were two elite traits that I observed for DeMarvin Overshown. Which if he's going to live in this world. Or he's hypothetically a Miami Dolphin. And you're going to play with one other linebacker. Your range horizontally is critical. Uh, because you don't have the extra. Your, your extra run fit player is coming from depth. Oftentimes. Or is coming from width. So you have more ground to cover and you need to be able to do it in quick fashion in the event that the uh, defensive linemen are forcing the back into a cut and you need to mirror that back in space and, and scrape over top. I thought his flexibility and fluidity was another thing that really popped. I thought the Alabama game uh, really showcased some of his movement skills in general, his ability to unlock his hips get depth, transition suddenly, and those transitions for him in space as a zone dropper, uh, he's really got a dynamic base to be able to stick his foot back and get downhill or explode off his back foot to drive and attack the football. And I know I mentioned the range, but that's the best thing about him in my mind is his range, his effort, the intensity. He's rushing off the right-hand side, Bryce Young flushes outside the pocket and scrambles going the other way and Overshone traces back against his grain, um, back up the arc and chases him 12 yards downfield to the sideline to help force a stop on third down. Those, those, those plays are all over the tape with just really, really good effort plays, uh, which I was surprised for some of the guys that have done them up to eight linebackers and we're going to do Drew Sanders next. Uh, in this prospect spotlight series. We'll get Drew Sanders done today. I'm hoping to get all the linebackers done today, period. I still have to do Dorian Williams from Tulane and Owen Popo from Auburn. It wasn't always the case that guys' motors ran super hot all the time. Overshones does, and it, it, I think it helps make up for whatever uneasiness that you may or may not have, that this is not like a, a super robust physical strength player. He can find his way back into plays just by his effort on the field. And that's a hard thing to overlook. It's an easy thing to appreciate. But he's not a complete player by any means. Uh, I gave him a failing grade for block deconstruction. I gave him a sufficient grade for competitive toughness. I gave him a sufficient grade for run defending. I gave him a sufficient grade for pass rush ability. I gave him a sufficient grade for football IQ. 
So when you think about Jack Campbell at Iowa, and this was a player who got elite scores in three categories, competitive toughness, run defending, and motor, and then got great scores in football IQ, tackling, and block deconstruction, and only scored sufficiently in one of the 10 categories. This is a little bit more of a bet on traits type of player. And I think that's... um, the pathway for him being a successful player is pretty direct. He'll continue to become more instinctual. Continue to find more ways to negotiate through contact. There were too many times where tight ends would get attached on his frame and he would end up on the ground. It was kind of difficult to shake. And Texas did move him around a little bit. So uh, from a versatility standpoint, you like the fact that he's able to move and he's not just stationary in one spot the entire time. But the... Other side of that coin is if, okay, we're, we're going to go hybrid fronts and we're going to walk you up on the edge of the line of scrimmage. If you can't physically hold your own there, then it doesn't really matter how much time you spend there. And I think that's what really popped to me with Overshone is a lot of his reps when he was walked up on the first line of defense in a wide angle. Uh, he didn't have the same appeal as when he was playing from the second level and had more depth to take assertive angles, and his angles and burst and explosiveness allow him to get to the ball carriers in instances where other linebackers that I've watched, including Noah Sewell and Henry Tooto, they try to duck underneath the block to get to the ball carrier and intersect him in the backfield, and they don't get there, and then they end up, because they didn't go over top of the block and meeting the, blo- the ball carrier two yards downfield, it ends up being a big run. I didn't see a ton of those from Overshone because he's got the burst and the closing ability to actually get home. So that's the bright side uh, with Overshone, but he's by no means uh, a complete prospect. And uh, we, we mentioned the bench press, uh, 15 reps from a functional strength perspective and linebackers in the history of the combine. That's a lower number. And I think that does show up on tape as far as upper body strength and being able to play off of blocks, the ability to separate his chest from blockers and get himself clear and then use that lateral mobility. Still a work in progress. So I don't necessarily look at Overshone and think that he's a definitive upgrade over what the Dolphins have. He graded out as a 78.5 out of 100 points. Uh, That is currently good for LB5 in my rankings uh, for Dolphins prospects. The top three are Jack Campbell, Dion Henley, and Trenton Simpson. And we're going to reveal number four here later today on another episode of the show. We'll see if Dorian Williams or Owen Popo can can crash the party. But as a 78.5, he grades comparably, and I think that the the long-term outlook here would be a Jerome Baker replacement is probably the role that I envision as being putting him in the best position to have success at the NFL level. Now, if that's an investment that you want to make now or not, that's up to them, right? Like that's you're you're you only have so many investment opportunities with the way things are currently scheduled right now, and however you want to go about doing that is up to you. If you feel like that's a, a valuable player to add, now Channing Tindall is of course the big mystery component to the linebacker room where uh, the Dolphins brain trust came out this past week and kind of openly admitted like, yeah, when we drafted him, we kind of had an expectation that was going to be a long-term play. Was long-term play ready to pay dividends now? If it is, great. Oh, 
I think it'll complicate the the matter of drafting a linebacker early. But you would love to see it because they made the decision to invest when they did in Channing Tindall in the third round. But I do think there's a juncture in which Overshone becomes uh, a very sound bet to place. The question is just whether or not the Dolphins have a pick that aligns with where I think that stratosphere is, which is the last thing that we are going to be exploring here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I um, I like Overshone quite a bit. Uh, but as a 78 and a half out of 100 points on my grading scale for the Dolphins, what I would say is this. Of the players that I have graded, and we're up around 58 right now. This is a player who's on the bottom half of that 58-player list. Now, a number of those players, Jalen Carter, Bijan Robinson, Paris Johnson, so on and so forth, are players that um, you're not expecting are going to be in play for the Dolphins by any means because the Dolphins don't have a pick until 51st in the draft. But the pecking order uh, for Overshone, and he does slot in front of Noah Sewell and Cam Jones at linebacker from Oregon and Indiana, respectfully, uh, probably has him valued in a early day three type range, like a fourth round pick. Dolphins, of course, have a two, a three, and nothing until round six. So you kind of have this vacancy. Would I be super upset if he was the pick at 84? Um Probably not. I would get it. Uh, I think he can take a role for this team. I think he is a long-term Jerome Baker replacement. And in year two of a pick at 84, I mean, you're talking probably $900,000 versus Baker's on the books for 14. So you could save effectively $9 million and have the replacement on. You could save $10 million by moving on from Baker after the year. But you'd take it 900000 of that, and that would be the, the actual salary of the player that's taking his spot, presumably, because that's, like I think, the, the player that I see parallels with versus who's on the roster right now for the Dolphins. So I wouldn't be upset if he was the pick at 84. I'd be pretty stunned if he was the pick at 51. Um, and in a perfect world, you're probably sliding down the board a little bit to pick up extra draft capital and would use one of those extra draft selections to go get the Marvin Overshone. Just because the functional strength and the ability to play off of blocks and deconstruct blocks is not a strength. And that's going to always give me a little bit of apprehension, no matter how dynamic or bursty or explosive you are. Uh, but if the objective of this defense is we want explosive athletes, he's going to fit the bill. I'll tell you that. Uh, and I do think he's a little bit better in true stack opportunities than Trenton Simpson, who graded out higher than DeMarvin Overshone, 
but did so with the acknowledgement that I think Trenton Simpson is much more of an Andrew Van Ginkle, Baron Browning, Malik Reed-type hybrid player as compared to somebody who is truly going to make their living on the second level of the defense. I think Overshone is a better stack linebacker than he is uh, an A-level defender or a pass rusher, and it's not even close. So he's a little bit more of a pure fit than Simpson for what the Dolphins' perceived need is when they went out and they signed David Long and have tried to add to that room. So that's kind of my two cents on the Marvin Overshone. I like this player quite a bit. 78.5 is currently good for... 35th on the big board, about 58 players. So he's he's right in the middle of the pack. Uh, some players around him, Moro Ojomo, who I would advocate for as an early day three pick as well. Uh, Devin Achain, running back from AM, who we went over and did a deep dive prospect on on the challenges that he presents. Uh, Davis Allen, the tight end from Clemson, who reminds me a good bit of Hunter Long. Uh, and Hunter Long went in the third round. He's probably third, fourth round player so. You're talking a middle middle round draft pick is probably my valuation after doing my evaluation of the player. Uh, we got a lot more great content coming your way here on Locked On Dolphins. One final thought for you before I head out of here and then we get ready to drew, do Drew Sanders. Uh, if you're interested in being more involved in the Locked On Dolphins community, you can text Dolphins to 305-419-3924. Sign up for subtext. It's a chance for you to text directly with me, talk Dolphins football, talk about programming, get to see the big board and all the, the player grades that I'm giving out in this kind of build up to the 2023 NFL draft, some other behind the scenes research projects that I do in order to be able to do this show to the best of my ability, uh, giving you guys access to that as well. In addition to kicking around when we're going to do our first uh, film study together, which I'm pretty excited about with the subtext gang is a, a give you guys an invitation to come do that. So text Dolphins to 305-419-3924. Get the first two weeks free. After that, it's only a couple bucks a month. See if it's a good fit for you and helps you get your Dolphins fix, regardless of whether or not you do subtext to get your Dolphins fix. I'd like to think Locked On Dolphins can help you scratch that itch. So make sure you keep it locked in. Right here on Locked On Dolphins, because it is your team every day. Special shout out to the everydayers who are here and dialed in in this path to the 2023 NFL Draft. We're a week away from the Dolphins' first scheduled pick. You can find us, Locked On Dolphins, on YouTube, wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Make it a great rest of your day. We'll be back again later to talk about Arkansas linebacker Drew Sanders. Peace and fins up. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.